Listener supported. WNYC Studios. How do you feel about Ed Sheeran? Because he's like blowing up all over the radio. Um, I, honestly, I don't get it. He's what I call Uniglow music. Like, if I'm looking for a heat tech sweater to keep me warm, I'll listen to it. But otherwise, if I'm at home, it's it's trash. I can't. I'm sorry, Ed. So many people listening to this <laughs> podcast have played him at their wedding for like first dance. I know, you know? that's ignorant. There are other options. All My Life by Casey and JoJo. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. What would you play at your wedding? Um, This guy uh, named Jim Croce. What song? He has this song called I Got a Name, and I just think it's so romantic. That's cute. Well, it, like, doesn't have to be romantic. It's just pretty, like, positive feeling, which I like. Because sometimes I feel like with first dances, it's like... This has to be, like, a narrative about us. And it's like, well, it could also just, like, be, like, super positive and, like, nice, you know? Yeah, but you're not going to, like, dance to, like... Crazy in Love. Ooh, that's like a vacation song. Yeah, that's not for your wedding where, like, your dad is watching your husband take your garter off your thigh. I will never do that. (laughs) That seems... Horrific. That's disgusting. Would you do that? No, that's, that's fucking so gross. gross. It's like my grandma's there, like yeah. biting into a piece of broccoli. Yeah, <laughs> like she doesn't need to see like my lover up my dress. <laughs> my like pussy's down there. Like that's yeah. great. That's why you're doing it. It's the gross. reason why everybody's looking at it is because it looks like oral sex. Yeah, they're like, I'm eating her out. It's like your dad, like, paid for part of this wedding. Like, he doesn't yeah. need to see that happen. <laughs> it's gross. It's so yeah. trife. Yeah. What's Shout your- out to everybody who was, like, bold enough to do that at their wedding. But, like, oh, my fucking goodness. What? All right. The garter belt is off and the cake is on. Hey, I'm Jessica Williams. And I'm Phoebe Robinson. And we are going to Boston for this show. Honestly, Boston accents are so hot. Yeah, they're really surprisingly sexually triggering. I think even if a guy, like an angry Boston guy, was just yelling into my vagina mm-hmm. hole, mm-hmm. I think I would get wet for I that. think it's hot because it's like the closest we have to like a British accent in yeah. this cunch. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like way less refined. Yeah, it's like so rough around the edge. Yeah, That's like, not even it. It's like, go fuck yourself. Yeah, you go fuck yourself. No, you go fuck nah, yourself. You go nah. fuck yourself. Get the way from my fucking cow. That was like half of the departed. <laughs> I mean, the departed. That's like literally departed. what the script was. Yeah. That movie's tight and that movie's hot too. Yeah, it's so, so much masculine in. Yeah, it's like forced masculinity. And it's yeah. like, damn, dude, work it out. It's like also toxic too. Yeah, like, it's like contributing toxic. to like the. It's like prison. Yeah. Anyway, on to the show. <laughs> <laughs> We've got some very special guests on the show today. I'm talking about Bethany Van Delft, Eugene Merman, and Lamont Rice. How are you guys feeling? Good? Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Tudo Queens! I've missed you, buddy, because you've been out of town. You were at I was Sundance. at Sundance, um, which was very exciting. Uh, I have a movie that uh, is there called The Incredible Jessica James, and I play Jessica James. Woo! And um, we sold the movie to Netflix successfully. Yeah! <laughs> so... 
So it's going to be out in the spring, which is very, very exciting. It's uh, so exciting. And uh, I got to go to Sundance, and I'm going to go back again tomorrow, like, for the end of it. But it was like, I can't believe people live there. Like, there's so much snow. Like, snow up to here, and, like... Wait, it, snow is... As, like, the snowfall is as tall as you are? It was, like, beyond. Like, it was insane. Wow. So much so that, like, you know I don't... Like, I don't like to walk. You know what I mean? Yeah, I have learned that about you. Um, yes. I don't like it, and I wouldn't wish it on my enemy, you know? And <laughs> so I tried to call Ubers everywhere, and the Ubers were all, like, 95 bucks. Just because it was so hard like, to... get, like, two blocks because the, because the snow was insane. Wow. And I guess at a certain point, like, the people that live there are so used to snow culture that, like, I guess there's a possibility that your car just won't make it up a slope, like a hill. And so people volunteer, I guess, to get out and then push the car no. up the mountain. And, like, when the driver suggested that my boyfriend get out and help push this car up the mountain... <laughs> It was, like, the most normal suggestion to him on this planet. <laughs> and I was like, this is crazy. Wow. But, that, I, I mean, know. that is, like, a nice sense of community. Yeah, it was cool, but I was, like, definitely out of the community because I stayed my ass in the car. <laughs> I was like, we've worked enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Have you ever been in, like, a snowstorm or anything? And you've been like, what am I doing here, dude? Yeah, like, whenever New York has the blizzards and you can't... Like, when it was my... Di- when I had an office day job, I, like, loved it because I didn't have to go to work. Uh-huh. But then now that I, like, freelance from home, it's just, it's, like, sad. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, I'm trapped in heel. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I'm trapped in this apartment by myself and I'm watching, like, Sex in the City again. Like, yeah. I've seen it. All that's the like, movies. That's like me. We have that in common. So if I'm playing like The Sims, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like not sad, you know? <laughs> I'm playing like Roller Coaster Tycoon. So it's like really fun. Wait, what's Roller Coaster Tycoon? <laughs> All right. I didn't know. It's the best. I know. I like you. What movie did you ask me if I saw today and I didn't see it? And it was like, Jessica, you need to see it, like the Goonies no, or something. No, I, I referenced Quantum Leap, and you said you never seen the show. Oh, yeah. Sorry. It's, um, a great, it's a great show. Yeah, it's probably really good. I mean, I don't deny that. It's just also like, why watch that when you can just watch reruns of Buffy the Vampire Slayer? But, um... Sorry. They're, like, completely different shows. Like, Scott Bakula has, like, a great career, like... <laughs> He's in, like, NCIS something. Yeah, somebody's got to talk about him. Um, (laughs) Shade, no shade. Um. um, Oh, Roller Coaster Tycoon is great. You're basically, like... It is kind of like a job, though. Like, it becomes your job. (laughs) It's like, oh, I have a regular job where I'm a comedian, and then I have, like, a second job where I I manage a theme park. And basically... You're building a theme park, and it's really fun, and you get to, like, open it up, and then you see little figures, like, walk around. Sometimes the rides break down, and you, like, have to fix it. It's great. Uh, sometimes the rides break down, and you have to fix it? Like, you need maintenance. That's a selling you point? You have to, like, pay for maintenance. Like, you, ha- you know what's cool when you get on the phone it. and listen to wait music while you're calling maintenance? That's so fun. <laughs> that is so fun. You're just listening it. to, like, Michael McDonald be like... <laughs> For like 20 minutes. Um, <laughs> it's really, it's good. I like it because it gives me like a sense of control. You know what I mean? In a, 
in currently a climate where I feel like I'm out of control. So I understand. Did that. you ever get into video games at all? When I was a kid, I used to play like Sega Genesis, and Super Nintendo, mm-hmm. so like Transylvania, uh, Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, love Crash Bandicoot. Sonic the Hedgehog. Best. I loved. I was so bad at Duck Hunt, so I would just go like put my gun right to the screen and then be like, pew, 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 pew. Like just, set it off, like the ending of Set yes. It Off. <laughs> Your like you gotta, suburban parents were like, no, this isn't why we moved out of the hood. <laughs> You have to just shoot a, just try shooting a, ju- a duck like that. Just cock it to the side. Bam, fuck you. You shoot the dog too. Fuck you, man. And dog is like, I'm on your side. I'm yeah, trying to help yeah. you catch the That's duck. That's right. I'll fucking kill you too, dog. <laughs> That's yeah. really, really funny. And then when I got older, then I was in a Tekken for a while. I don't like games like that. Like, that is too much for me. My parents wouldn't let us uh, get Mortal Kombat. They said it was too inappropriate. It, get, it like, turns up for no reason sometimes when you have to, like, give a fatality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't need to rip someone's, like, larynx out. Oh, yeah, like, they it's... do that, too, and it's like a hanging spinal cord. But also it's funny because it's, like so early on that it looks super pixelated but it's like we're still gross even though we're old (laughs) so yeah my parents like did that so I couldn't play any violent video games I couldn't listen to like like albums that have parental advisory stickers on them like which one did you want to listen to that parental well like I couldn't listen I don't think I listened to Prince until like unless it was like Mm. on the radio like I didn't get my first Prince album until I was like 17 oh wow Mm -hmm. yeah I know but they they wanted me to just like not be like thinking about boning that's fair it's like parents should stretch that out for as long as possible yeah so like we didn't have cable so like when mtv undressed was out uh what was that again that show no what was that again so it was just a show where there was like story and air quotes and it was just an excuse for people to take off their shirts and make out with each other damn and so, like, people at school would be talking about it, and I had no idea what they were talking about. So I felt so left out. I mean, yeah, that's a lonely feeling. So I was just like, yeah, that was, like, really cool. So <laughs> when did you catch up? Did you ever catch up? And you're like, hey, guys, do you want to talk about this again? They're like, no. no. I, <laughs> uh, I never, I watched, like, an episode of it. Like, I think, like, in college or, like, post-college, I was like, let me get on YouTube and see what Undress is about. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, I've had sex, so, like, yeah. I don't need to watch this. <laughs> Yeah, MTV is for, like, 13 and 14 year Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I missed all, like, a lot of the real world, like, I missed. Oh, they're so great. Yeah, I know. Like, that time, it was so iconic. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, should we get this show started? How's yeah. that sound? let's do it. He is so funny. He's been a good friend of mine for a long time. Um, and you may have seen him on the Triumph uh, election special on Hulu. He also recently hosted the Boston Music Awards. Please give it up for Lamont Price! Yeah! What's up, bitches? We good? How about the two dope queens, man? Give it up. I don't like moving. I'm a lazy uh, person. Here's, here's how bad my laziness is. My laziness is so bad that it affects my ability to be afraid for my own safety. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
Like, for example, you ever be home by yourself, just chilling, right? Just hanging out in your living room, and then off in the distance, like in the back of your house or whatever, you hear like a loud noise, right? I don't know what the noise is. I don't know what neighborhood you live in, so I don't know what the noises are like, but, you know, maybe it's something like, I don't know, I'm gonna kill you, motherfucker! Like something like that. Right? I don't know. Uh, your first instinct is to get up and check it out, right? Nobody wants to die on a Wednesday. That's for suckers. Get up and check it out. Not me. I'm not moving. Fuck that. Why would I make it easy for some murderer to kill me? That's ridiculous. I'm not. I'm comfortable. Right? I, got, I got Netflix. I got cookies. Like, I'm not going anywhere, man. Don't get me wrong, no, I'm not a punk, okay? I'll let you know right now, if the killer comes anywhere near the cookies, I promise you, I will fuck him up. But until then, I'm not moving until Netflix asks me if I'm still watching Psych. <laughs> the answer is yes, Netflix. I sat through five of these. Of course I want to watch more. Earlier today, I was at home, and like, I was flipping around Netflix, and one of my favorite movies is on there. It's like a classic. You might have heard of it. I'm not sure if you heard of it, but like that song, this, this movie is great. Uh, anybody remember the movie uh, White Men Can't Jump? Remember that movie? The movie is great, right? Woody Harrelson goes to the hood, and he's better at basketball than every black person in the hood, right? And nobody asks for his birth certificate. They just accept it. Like, he worked hard, right? I love that movie. My favorite part about that movie is the theme song, which, of course, is called White Men Can't Jump. You gotta understand, like, I'm from Dorchester, so, like, I grew up in the hood. All right. All right, I know I'm getting my weed later. And uh, I love, because I needed, I always needed something to make me feel uh, strong and uplifted. And that song did it, because that song just goes, Bet your bottom dollar that you can make them holler. Don't you know that white men can't jump? And to me and my friends, that song represented about five minutes of white dude shortcomings. <laughs> me and my boys was like, that's right, they can't jump. We'd be like, white men can't jump. We love that shit. Dancing. But then recently I realized that there's another message being sent in that song that I didn't pick up on when I was a kid. It's a completely different message. Because we're like, white men can't jump. But there's a dude in the background of the song whose only job is to go, white man, white man. Uh, I didn't hear that till like two years ago. You know what I'm saying? Because me and my voice is like, white men can't jump. And completely ignoring the guy in the background just reinforcing white supremacy. White man, don't you know we own all the banks? It's like, they do. They do own all the banks. I was depressed. I had to take one of those showers with my knees under my chin. <laughs> um, and that's not even the uh, joke. It's not the joke. Here's the joke. I'm responsible, right, sort of. So earlier while the movie was on, I was cleaning up my apartment because it's atrocious. And I had my window open. You know, you got to get air in. And as I'm doing that, I'm practicing this song. 
because I'm a professional. I want to perform for you guys, you know? So I'm walking around the house like, why, man, I'm doing all that stuff. And what I didn't realize until it was uh, uh, too late is that as I'm doing that, there's like three white guys that just have me walking up the street. And they just see, they look at my window and they see a 300 pound black dude with no shirt on going, white man. <laughs> yeah. We played PlayStation for hours, me and those dudes. Best friends, and they dropped me off earlier. You know what I, you know what I like a lot? I like when, uh, when animals attack. I love that shit. I love watching it, because I love watching the... When, like, a lion, right before the lion is about to... You can see, he's like, I'm a lion, motherfucker. Why they got me in this... Like, you can see it, and you, I feel so happy when he goes house... That's why I'm glad the circus shut down and we're coming for SeaWorld next. I hate when they, I love when animals get revenge. It makes me feel great. Like, I read this story. This is a true story. I read this thing on Google. Uh, you heard about, it's, it's true. You guys heard the story about the dude who got beat up by an ostrich? You heard that? It's a true story. Like, it was some frat dudes, I'm assuming, right? And they were hanging out where, I don't know what ostriches kick it, but that's where they were. And they were taunting, they were taunting this ostrich. And, you know, after a while, the ostrich was like, I'm a fucking ostrich. And beat, beat this dude, he beat him up. And the guy was embarrassed. He was, like, so embarrassed that uh, he left. And he went, and they came back later with some people. And, unfortunately, they shot, and they killed the ostrich. I know that's sad. And my first thought was, how did they know? How did they know which ostrich? Some innocent bystander ostrich, you know, like. No, no, not that one, man. The one with the Adidas on. Like, how do you know? Right? And then I read a little further, and it said, the real reason this dude was so embarrassed is that while he was getting beaten up by this ostrich, his girlfriend was there. And she was laughing the whole time. She was laughing, and he was pissed that his girl was laughing. And I was like, really? Let me tell you something, man. If I get beat up by a hilarious-looking creature and my girlfriend doesn't laugh, I'm dumping that bitch immediately. That's what brought us together. That kind of shit brought us together. I'm just thinking, why was this dude so insecure, right? What was this? So she laughed since he got beat up by an ostrich. So? What do you think was going to happen? What do you think? She's going to start dating this ostrich behind his back or some shit? Is that? Is it, y'all get down like, you know, like, he calls her up one night, right? He's, you know, uh, hey, girl, uh, we still on for Fuddruckers tonight, right? You know how chicks will lie? They'll go, I don't know. I'm not really feeling well tonight. I'm just going to stay in the house. And then in the background, he just heard, what? Is that an ostrich, bitch? That sounds like an ostrich to me. Or maybe they go out to dinner. Maybe they go out to dinner, and she's texting, and he's, not, he's like feeling neglected, right? And he's like, you're just going to text that ostrich right here in front of me, in front of this whole restaurant? Why are you, why are you so insecure? This is just Stephanie. Really? 
Stephanie just texted you G W A A A A A A A A A A A A K. That's awesome speak. I smoked a lot of weed before I left. I'm zooted, man. Who in here had Nintendos growing up? All of you? I hate, I hate you. When I was nine years old, right, the only thing I wanted on the planet was a Nintendo. And I didn't have one. And what made everything worse was that all my friends at school had Nintendos. And I don't know if you know about nine-year-olds, but they don't really give a fuck about your plight. I go to school every day and my friends would be like, hey, yo, Al, you get that Nintendo yet? Now, let me just say, I don't know, I don't know why my friends were 30, but uh, I took advanced classes. But I had, I had to be honest with them. I was like, uh, can't afford it, guys, you know, tight times. And my friends were compassionate. They would just go, ha, 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 you suck every day with this. And I would go home and I would just like, I would just cry, right? And then so uh, one day, my mom comes home from shopping. My mom's like, Lamont, come out here and help me with these bags. And when you're nine, the last thing you want to do is manual labor, right? So I'm like, oh, let me go help this woman. She pays the bills, I'm told. So I go help reluctantly, right? I'm not into it at all. I'm just kind of half-assing these bags. I'm not digging it. But in the back seat, I could see the last bag. And inside that bag was plastic. And inside that bag was a box. And on that box said Nintendo. And I was like, fuck, yes. (laughs) Anybody remember that adrenaline rush you got as a kid when you knew something dope was coming? So now I'm grabbing extra bags. I'm like, give me that bag. Don't worry about that bag. I'll take that bag, too. And my mother doesn't know that I saw the bag, right? So she's like, you know, Lamont, I, I got you something special. And I was like, word. Because I didn't want to blow my cover. So like, I get in the house, unload all the bags by myself, right? I get to that last bag, and I start to pull that box out. And all I'm thinking about is all the shit I'm going to talk when I get to school on Monday, right? And I get that box halfway out. I don't know who in here remembers this song, but it goes, uh, Nintendo, it's a breakfast now. Nintendo, it's a cereal, wow. Uh, My mother got me a box of fucking Nintendo cereal. That's not funny, man. I hated her. I love my mother, but on that day, I hated her. You got to understand, man. I'm nine years old. I'm nine. You know how small your world is when you're nine? I knew I had a Nintendo. I was sure of it. And in six short minutes, I no longer had a Nintendo anymore. That is traumatizing for a nine-year-old. That was my nine-year-old 9-11. I remember exactly where I was when that shit happened. I had to eat the cereal. Eat it all angry. Taking angry spoonfuls, man. My mom comes in. Oh, you eating the cereal? Yeah. Worst of all was every cereal piece was shaped like a Nintendo character. So my mom tried to bond with me. She's like, oh, that's cute. So who's that supposed to be? I'm like, I don't know, bitch. I don't have a fucking Nintendo. I don't know who anybody in this bowl is. I mean, a bowl full of strangers. Hey, guys, thank you very much. Mama! 
This message comes from Two Dope Queen sponsor, BetterHelp. When you keep your stress bottled up, it can eat away at you. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to make them better. Try BetterHelp Online Therapy, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp at BetterHelp.com slash DopeQueens today to get 10% off your first month. Y'all having a good time tonight? We got a we got a super fun surprise guest for you we guys. We got a surprise for your asses. Um, our our next act, he is fantastic. It's amazing. He's, he's a legend. Yeah, totally. He's like um, he's iconic. Yeah, so iconic. <laughs> uh, you may know him from Bob's Burgers. Please give it up for Eugene. Hi, Eugene. Hi. Thanks for doing the show tonight. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Great to be here. Cool. Oh, we're, we both have Apple Watches. I know. Oh, oh cute. Yeah. Should we see our heart rate? Yeah. <laughs> You're aware of it? <laughs> so, how are you doing? Because you just told us backstage that you have a four-month-old baby, a newborn at home. Yeah. Congratulations. I'm doing pretty good. That's amazing. He's doing well. Mm-hmm. His name is Oliver. Aww. Oh. He's very big. He's the size of a one-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> so that's nice. He's he a strong uppercut. <laughs> <laughs> and so this is your first kid, yes? Yeah. What's it like? It's a lot like a, like raising like a, I guess like a donkey that'll become better. <laughs> uh, like how? really, at first it's like, oh, all right, but then eventually he's like, hello. <laughs> and so you have a newborn, and you just moved to Cape Cod. Yeah. It's very nice. You should all do it if you haven't already. That's tight. Do you have like a boat or anything? I don't have a boat. Uh, I have a Subaru. Is that like a boat? Kind of. <laughs> it doesn't go in the water intentionally. <laughs> but it's athletic it, in it, a uh, way. <laughs> uh, yeah. I feel like sporty people get Subarus. Oh, I don't know. I feel like in Massachusetts, everybody just has a Subaru. Really? Is that a thing? Uh... Yeah, and they just go to the, like a Thai restaurant in it and then to the gym or whatever. Oh. Like it's not... Yeah, I don't have, like, a super sporty... I mean, I, if I had a surfboard, I could totally put it on top, I guess. Yeah. But you can do that with a Toyota. But, like, not a Fiat. Not a Fiat. Well, you could put it on top. Maybe you wouldn't... Yeah. Uh, no. I don't know. For some reason, I just felt like it's like, oh, I'm sporty. Here we yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm a pretty sporty guy. <laughs> like, windsurfing, just to fit in. <laughs> So you've been doing Bob's Burgers for how long now? Um, well, we... I mean, such a great show. Killer. I think... So I think it first aired in 2011, but we actually did it for maybe two years, just like a, like a pilot, like a demo, like an eight-minute oh. demo that we kept working on. So we've been doing it for a while now. Why... If you don't mind me circling back to Cape Cod, why did you move there? Why? <laughs> um... Because we were having a baby, and we thought we'd want help with our baby. 
from just local fishermen. <laughs> you could just put a baby on a boat and it'll come back in a week and you're like, that was relaxing. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of it basically was to be around family. That's nice. Yeah, to move home. And what is the, um, the demo of Cape Cod? Uh, that... You. So it's a combination of, of, there are people who are Portuguese. It is a, cool. especially her. Um, <laughs> well, there's a lot of, uh, it's a combination of uh, probably like scientists, people dressed as Mitt Romney. <laughs> um, a handful of people who are, adore heroin. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, just regular folks. Like, what is there to do there in Cape Cod? Yeah. Bean Town? Pea Town? So there's a super fun place called Provincetown. Oh! What is the big deal about Yeah, Provincetown? what's so great about Provincetown? Everybody's, Provincetown. like, taking off their clothes right now. Super fun. Okay. Very quiet in the winter. But yeah, it's like if you, if like say you're there on a Wednesday, go to Ass Wednesday. That's a fun event ass, they have. Ass Wednesday? Ass, ass Wednesday. Ass Wednesday? I, I have been, but I think it is a night where a lot of people go with maybe chaps. It's a super fun time. In chaps? Chaps. I don't know, like leather. Is leathery. your button? I'm just, I'm basing a lot of this on the poster for Ass Wednesday. <laughs> This but is crazy. I will say Provincetown is insanely fun. Okay. What is it? Is it like Cabo? Like, is it like during Do, spring break? It is. Well, I mean, it's very gay. Ah. So like, gay! <laughs> the only time this many in pe- people in Boston can yell gay, but it's like a nice thing to do. <laughs> just here. Just with this crowd. Okay. Gay! <laughs> So many smiles. There's an amazing drag karaoke night at the, Ooh, at the Governor cool. Bradford. Come by. Why aren't we there right now? Yeah, we should do the show there instead. I know. You should. It's you super should. fun. I, is there? What's the dating scene like? Will I find a good gentleman out there? Uh, yeah. No. Okay. Yes. Yes. There. She's saying there's exactly four straight men in. Pro- you could definitely find a nice German couple to fuck. That's there's cool. a lot of Europeans that swing through. <laughs> and then it, well, it's sort of divided amongst families and, and gay guys. And that's fine. Y- y- groups of young, young folks. Okay, all right. Young, fuckable folks. Well, the next time we come, we should go there. Yeah, we should do like a little road trip. That'll yeah. be fun. Yeah. YQY! <laughs> evening 
Our next act is very, very talented. She's hilarious. She lives in Boston. You've seen her on Nick Mom. Please give it up for Bethany Bentel! Oh my goodness. This is amazing. Two dope queens. This is crazy. I'm so happy to be here. Oh my God. I um I had a baby seven months ago. And I still have him, so <laughs> I'm really happy to be here. Oh my God. <laughs> I also have a five-year-old, so I am so fucking happy to be here right now <laughs> with you all and two dope queens. Oh, my God. Uh, you guys, I am so tired. I can't even tell you. My daughter was sick last night. She was breathing crazy. Like She was, she was like breathing like... <laughs> She's breathing like a really long bong hit. And I wasn't worried, I was just nostalgic, but <laughs> she kept coughing and coughing and coughing. So I was up all night waiting for her to say, oh, I'm gonna be so high. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't do it. I'm a, I'm a stay-at-home mom. Oh, really, is that sexy, huh? But, um, this is what's fucked up about it, though. I don't have my own money anymore, right? So, like, I buy my husband a gift. I'm just repurposing his money. <laughs> so I'm like, Merry Christmas, babe, from you. <laughs> I hope you like those $80 socks, because you bought them, fucker. <laughs> That's our pet name for each other. <laughs> fucker. He came home the other day. He was in the worst mood. I was like, what's the matter, babe? And he went, ugh, I just sat in traffic. I fucking hate traffic. I was like, oh, traffic. You hate traffic? You mean like where you sit in a car all by yourself? <laughs> listening to whatever you want? You got on two dope queens? You're not listening to Baby Shark, do-do-do-do-do, Baby Shark, do-do-do-do-do, Baby Shark, Mommy Shark, do-do-do-do-do, Mommy Shark, do-do-do-do-do, no one sucking on your boob. All alone for two hours traffic, you hate that traffic? Mm -hmm. He's like, yeah, I guess it'd be better if there was someone sucking on my boob. Um. <laughs> I like watching my daughter play because I feel like watching her will give me a sense of how I'm doing as a parent. Like the other day, she's playing with her baby doll. She's playing bedtime, right? So she's like, okay, baby, I put on your jammies, I'll tuck you in, I read you two books, and then it's time for bed, right? She read the two books. And she goes, okay, baby, time for bed, put your head down. Put your head down. Put your head down. <laughs> down. So I'm not doing good. Yet, um, I try, I try to say things that I think a good mom would say, I don't know. 
Is that how you do it? And if you don't make it, your kid does this shit, right? Um, no, look, she yelled at me the other day. She yelled at me. She's like, I want pie. I was like, that's a fucking crazy request. What would a good mom say right now? And I went, now is not the time for pie. And she goes, when is the time for pie? And I said, you will know it's time for pie when there's pie in your goddamn mouth. Nailed it? It's cool. I just had an anniversary. I've been married 11 years now. And uh, thank you. It was hard to find a card for this anniversary. Like, I remember the first anniversary, I got my husband a card that said, Oh my God, I love you so much. You're my best friend, my knight in shining armor, my rock, my unicorn. And then, like five years in, I got him a card that said, we've had our ups and downs, but I love you more every day. But this anniversary, I was just looking for a card that said, dude. Thank you for not beating me. Happy anniversary. It's cool. We're good. It's just hard. We're good. It's just, it's just hard to be in a relationship at all. Because <laughs> you're always trying to figure out what each other means, right? Like, that's the thing, right? Like, what, do, what does each other mean? Like, I remember the first time I went to get us beers. I was at the liquor store, and I texted him, Do you like Budweiser? And he texted back, It sucks balls. So I got six cases. I get back, and he's like, what the hell? I said, I hate it. And I said, no, you said it sucks balls. And you love that. Oh, wait a minute. (laughs) Wait a minute. You meant it's like sucking balls. You didn't mean it sucks balls, because that means you love it. You meant it's like sucking balls. You meant it's gross. You meant it like I mean it. Okay, all right. All right. We're on the same page now. I got it. Um, I had my babies later in life. I don't want to tell you how old I was, but I will tell you, I basically gave birth to my own grandchildren. And I went to, I went to my uh, first checkup after the last baby was born, and my obstetrician said, so what are you thinking about doing for contraceptives? And I said, oh, I don't know. I was thinking about menopause. Do you think, do you think that'll work? My, uh, my husband's white. You guys, I'm not bragging. It's just important to the rest of the thing. Um, my husband's white, and uh, my father is white. So my daughter is three-quarters white. 
which is more white than me, so I'm a little bit fucking afraid of her. And um, my mom, my mom is black. And so my mother, like, she never had to yell at us ever. She did because it was fun, but she didn't have to. She'd just give us that look, right? And she'd just shut us the fuck down. But that look does not work on my daughter because that look is dependent on the fear of getting your ass kicked. Right? And my daughter's three quarters white. So I give her the look, and then she looks right back at me <laughs> with a little spark of white privilege. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, yeah, I'm not worried that you're going to hit me because I'll have you arrested. I will sue you. I will meme you 50 times. I'll start a Facebook page shaming you and I'll go find me to get my new mom. So, thank you guys. You've been so awesome. Lamont Price, Eugene Merman, and Bethany Van Delft. Two Dope Queens is produced by Joanna Salataroff, Jim Poyant, Paula Schumann, and Rachel Neal. Our team includes Joe Plord, Matt Boynton, Ed Haber, George Wellington, Isaac Jones, and Shanoa Estrada. Our theme music was composed by Jeff Brodsky. Oh, and have you followed our Twitter? Because you really should. And subscribe, you big old dum-dums and hum-hums. Come on, and rate us if you like us. YQY. CDG, baby. Um, uh, what did you think, Joan? Well, oh, Joanne is not there. You do Taking a hot dump. Number two. <laughs> She's, She's like, like, I'm like, doing my job. Yeah. <laughs> Please do yours. <laughs>